It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Have you ever gone without coffee? Consequence Podcast Network. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Long Time No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here, for, for checking out the uh, the episode and the series. I do hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out. The three brand new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can uh, grab us at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, at NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or of course, anywhere you get your podcast from, subscribe to uh, Kyle Meredith with. And in fact, if you if you head over to Apple Podcasts, uh, you could help us out in a big, big way. Uh, we're trying to spread the word as best we can about this po- podcast, about the Kyle Meredith with podcast. Uh, but you are our secret weapon to do that. So if you if you love our show as much as we love bringing it to you, uh, hop over to Apple Podcasts, hit the follow button, and leave us a review. Uh, not only is it a quick and easy way to show your support, but it'll also give you the chance to win some exclusive Consequence merch. So again, just head to the link in the show notes and then submit your info along with a screenshot of your review at Apple Podcasts that that you did at Apple Podcasts. And we'll be shouting out our winners in December. So make sure to follow and review soon. And uh, and thank you for all your support in helping the, uh, the Kyle Meredith podcast grow. And of course, if you're not a subscriber, why aren't you at this point? Uh, we have so much fun here. Some of my recent guests, in fact, have included uh, the band Chicago, Mike Mills from REM, the cast of Goosebumps on Disney Plus and Hulu. I had the director of the uh, new Hunger Games prequel, Francis Lawrence, on. Neil deGrasse Tyson stopped by. Dolly Parton, Rufus Wainwright, Gavin Rosdella Bush, Johnny Marr, Everclear, Paul Rogers from Bad Company and Free. Just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Sam Nelson from the band X Ambassadors. They are back with a, a new single called Deep In, which serves as the credit music to the upcoming uh, Aquaman 2, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So Sam and I are going to discuss writing for the uh, for the Jason Momoa starring superhero movie, as well as what draws him to write for films. I mean, the band has also been featured on the soundtracks to Transformers, The Call of the Wild, and Suicide Squad, among several others. Uh, we'll talk about his favorite movie soundtracks. I'll share some of mine as well. Uh, being pushed to include more aquatic references within the song. Sam's going to go on to dig into uh, the band's current collaborative series, Egg Season 2, uh, the debut solo album that he just released earlier this year, and news of a new ex-Ambassadors record, 
that will be out next year. All that and more, we're talking deep end on the soundtrack to Aquaman 2. It's Kyle Meredith with Sam Nelson Harris. Hey, how's it going? Good to, good to see you on here. I know a lot's going on. It seems like it's been a busy time, but uh, the latest news, you all have another soundtrack cut, and this time <laughs> Aquaman 2 with the deep end. Uh, first off, hi, and and second, this is uh, this is a, another really great track, so, you know, the congratulations. Thank you. You know, it, it was a long time, a long process. Uh, I mean, the movie took... So we wrote this song uh, maybe a year ago now, um, and the movie's taken a long time to kind of get together. They've had a lot of hurdles. Um, so we're really excited that it's out in the world and that the movie's coming out and that it's going to be a part of it. That's got to be a thing, though. I mean, because I'll talk more about that or I'll ask more about that. Um, I mean, having written for several movies through the years, you know, you hear artists be like, okay, on one hand, what's great is you can write a song and release it the next day and it's out there. And and, and if you want to do the record thing, there's its own timeline. But this has got to be its own monster when you're dealing with movies because... Yeah, oh yeah, totally. I mean, look, there are a lot more cooks in the kitchen, you know. Um, there were definitely some, some rewrites, you know, we had to make it a little bit more aquatic. That's cool. What what does that mean in this in the terms of this song? Listen, you can't go wrong with a water metaphor is all I'm saying, you know? <laughs> it's fun, man. I, I, I like it, you know? Like, I like the challenge of it. I like trying to... I, I mean, I, I, I'm I such a film guy. I love I love writing for, for films. And I think our music and my tastes lean kind of cinematic anyways. And I mean, for something like this too, you know, a kid who grew up reading comic books and was such a comic book nerd, you know, like I, I I've always really wanted to to write something for a superhero franchise, and and uh, yeah, so I mean, I got I got such a kick out of it, man. I I, I loved I loved every second. Yeah. So when when you know, because it's writing by assignment in a way, right? It's like yeah, you've got yeah. the assignments. Yeah. Like for this assignment, superhero movie. Like I would expect, like the themes have to be big. It has to be inspirational. Like, like diving. I'm, I was about to say it. Diving into. Yeah, the yeah, I'm telling you, you can't go wrong with a water metaphor. <laughs> I couldn't even escape that one. But, but for this song specifically, what, what, what did that mean? Knowing that, okay, we're writing for Aquaman. Here it well, is. Well, you know what? I think I always try to find like what's an what's a real authentic emotional end for me? Because like you'll get you'll get briefs from the music supervisors and they're like inspiring badass swagger you know and you're like okay <laughs> all, right, all right what does that mean right. and then they'll give you a thousand different themes that you know they're working with or that someone's looking for and the reality is like the director is going to know it when they hear it uh and i think what i always try to do is like i don't know for this one specifically, right? Like there is a story of um, these two brothers that is kind of at the, the heart of the film. And, uh, you know, I had been in my band with my brother for the last probably 15 years and he and I are very close. And uh, um, I, I kind of tapped into that relationship uh, dynamic a little bit because that's near, that's like authentic to me. I think my... What I try to follow my North Star with these things, like, is it a song that I actually like? 
if it's something, if I can try and write something that I actually like, whether it works for the film or not, doesn't matter because it's still a win if I wrote something that I like. Um, and every once in a while, those stars just happen to align. And uh, I also think that, you know, all the all the references that we got for when they were looking for a song for this, they were like these big, like stomp, clap, like big rockers, you know? And I don't know. I just, my instincts are always like do the opposite. <laughs> so I was like, let's do something in like three, four, like a dun, 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 like a very like kind of James Bond brass heavy sound. Uh, and we kind of found this interesting middle ground between like a rock band and like a, you know, live and let die James Bond theme. I think if you can sneak a waltz in in pop music anytime, Listen, that's, that's a win. Oh, it's a win. It's a win, right? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Every time. I, I, um, for me, I like you can't see it over my shoulder. Like I still, I still, you know, some people go crate digging for records. I still do it for CDs, but specifically soundtracks. Oh, uh, since I was young, I loved that. Like when I was, because I, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was a kid of the '80s, teen of the '90s. Yeah, and soundtracks huge. That was an open world for discovery right there. You know, in the ways that we didn't have that. And I find that I still, for whatever reason, I enjoy because it's. Sometimes it's not the artist's best songs that are on the soundtrack. Yeah. And I like them even more because of that. Yeah. Okay, top three soundtracks. Oh, that's impossible to do. I know. Okay. Top three, like, of the, just three of the top of your head that you really- Off the top. Okay, so so I was listening to, um, there was an 80s movie, Nine and a Half Weeks. Uh, very yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. Uh, that is an overlooked soundtrack because the movie sort of had such a big thing like John Taylor from Duran Duran has the theme to it and the Eurythmics are on there and they got this like seven minute groove track that goes along and like everything in between is fantastic. Like I've, I've been listening to that one a lot lately. And then they're the ones I grew up on, like, uh, like, like Days to Confused and Batman Forever and Godzilla oh, in the 90s. Yeah. And then you turn around with, um, you know, with some of that stuff in the 2000s. The like, Godzilla uh, soundtrack. That one I just was talking about the other day. That one is so good. Yes. So good. Way better than the movie ever was, but. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all anyone cared about. That one, the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Absolutely. Oh, that's like, wow, that's, that's creme de la creme for me. And then I recently kind of went, I went back. Do you remember the Twister soundtrack? Oh yeah. Got that right over here too. Yeah. Yes, great one. The uh, the Tori Amos song on that. Oh yeah, I got her. Uh, I, I requested the song when she was in town recently, and she played that one from that one. So. Oh, that's so long. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies. Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. 
It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Kyle Meredith with Sam Nelson of X Ambassadors. So that's it. You know, it's, I do. I, I I love soundtracks, and and you all, you have done so many. I mean, I'm gonna uh, do a little bit of the rundown because uh, Transformers, you had Torches, uh, the Call of the Wilds, Great Unknown, Suck for Pain on Suicide Squad. You're on the Bright soundtrack. That's only a few of them, but but I and I think you're already talking about this. But what is it? What is it attracts you to say yes? Besides some pr- probably easy exposure. Yeah, it's easy exposure. Look, the money's not bad, <laughs> you know, like. But then I also just have so much fun in doing it. I really genuinely do. And I, I like, I grew up, like, I watch everything. And I'm like, uh, I, you know, my favorite films are usually, like, quiet indie dramas. But I also, like, love big action movies. <laughs> and, like, that's. You know, I guess historically, looking list, listing those at least, like those are the ones that we get drawn into usually. I think probably just because of the timbre of my voice, you know, and it 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 works for that for that world, and and I love it. Like I don't know, I have fun. There's so it, it's so rare to like genuinely have fun doing anything in this life, and I I I have such a great time whenever I'm like I'm able. It's also I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I think when it comes to our own music that we release on our own albums and our own projects, there's so, um, you can't help but like kind of have a little bit of white knuckling going on, you know, um, because it's yours and it's all, and it's very, it's all you and very personal and like what means the most to you. And it's, it's a lot of like me, 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 me. And doing something like this, I get outside of my own head a little bit and I get to do something that, that is like, okay, well, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? How can I help you? And then, you know, the best ways that I usually can help have, have to also do with some, a little bit of personal excavation, which is great. 
I love that. But like in service of something else. Even puts in perspective the uh, the EG series that you guys yeah. have been doing. You've been season two because uh, because this seems like that might be that safe middle ground uh, in, in a way. It's like it's still your project, but the weight's not all on your shoulders. Is that is that right? Exactly. I love to. I love any opportunity to get out of my own way. You know, and I think that the egg series has really just like been such a saving grace for for me mentally and and emotionally just because i get to work with these artists who i love like like the song we put out with breland i mean he i love i love country music i've i've slowly started to fall in love with like pop country music really truly it, you know i think that there's some masterful songwriting in that in that world that gets overlooked um and then uh you're working with an artist like medium build who I just am obsessed with. I don't know if you listen to his stuff, but oh God, I, I, and, and the cool thing about that series too, is that, you know, for, in, for some of these artists, they're relatively obscure and, and we have somewhat of a platform, maybe not, you know, Taylor Swift, size platform but like we have somewhat of a platform to be able to give these artists who we love a spotlight at least to our fans um and and that's really nice to be able to do yeah those specific songs that you mentioned uh alcohol and uh friends for life uh two of the most recent ones but two of the most fun songs that i've heard this year i think oh thanks man i mean especially you know friends for life you get that late 90s early 2000s throwback that's going on in in there and and alcohol is i mean that's that's a i don't know if you call it a party song but it's a fun party song you know it's a fun party song yeah. and you know it's funny i'm not even really a big party guy but you know but I, you're a good songwriter so <laughs> well, i can fake it no, that's right i'm like not even i'm like not even drinking right now i'm taking i'm taking a drinking break because it's so, so funny this probably the best time to write a song about alcohol you know, the other way it can go a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but that's cool i like and it's hilarious by the way you say yeah you'll take an excuse to get out of your own way and everything because of course you release your solo record this year which has to be the most in your way possible <laughs> and, and let me throw some compliments on that one why does everything make me cry when I listen to this, aside from everything else you do, aside from the movie stuff you do and, and the regular albums, uh, the ambassadors, like this record feels so much more direct. You know, the moments on there where it's like um, like uh, forever now sounds like the best kind of demo. You're like, I can't best that. I, I don't know if that's the truth on that song, but that's what, it, you know, we know those moments. That was the intention. The whole intention was, I, I think with this project and what I really loved about it is like, I don't know, embracing my voice in, in a way that's like, I, I, w I want someone to feel like they kind of stumbled on a voice note of someone writing a song and playing it back for the first time. Because those, those moments are really the best moments, period. You know, when you finish something that you really love and you play it by yourself in a room and you get excited about this thing that you've made beyond that putting it out you know to putting it out to like having people listening to it to playing it live to to winning awards for it making a lot of money off of it none of that shit makes you feel anything it makes you feel a little like a little something 
but you feel the most in that moment when you are writing the thing and when you've written, when you finished it and, and you can't believe that you've made this thing, you, you know, I, I always call it like the, oh my God, I can still do this moments, you know, <laughs> it's like surprising to me still. With as much as you're doing then, I mean, why was now the time for that solo record? I mean, it was a combination of a lot of things. I think that I kind of went through my own little identity crisis in the middle of COVID, like most of us did, and and realized that you know I had been I'd been in this band for for 15 years, and and as as much I, I, as lucky as I am that I'm I'm working with my my brother and my my best friend, you know, like I. And they give me such creative license with with what we do in the band, and they'll follow my lead. I'm still, you know, I'm still kind of doing it with with a group of us, and I hadn't really done anything that was just purely for myself in a long time. And uh, and I think that also I needed to um, dig a little deeper in order to try to evolve as a band too and i needed i needed to kind of like take some time to myself so that i could come back stronger you know as a as a person who is leading the way i needed to not be a leader for a second and it's a i know it's important that you take those moments and yeah and luckily it also sounds good because thanks man <laughs> well some of those times you know like um I, like I don't even mean this as disrespect, but sometimes people get so deep into themselves on a project like that that it's that's it's not for everybody, you know. But and and this feels kind of the still the two way street that you hope it does. Thanks, man. Yeah, and you know I also I'm trying. It's it's nice to be to feel like a new artist again. I think that was what I also was craving. Like the band's been around now for you know. I'd say officially for like 10 years. Um, Happy anniversary. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, you know, with those years, there just comes baggage, you know, good and bad. And I wanted the opportunity to, to have something that was like totally new and kind of approach it like, you know, these, these new artists today are approaching it and uh, not overthink things. And uh, I think I'm I'm gonna put a couple more songs out this side of the year, solo stuff, and then maybe a, a new record next year too. I've got I mean I've got a record. I just got to figure out how to put it out. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, Kyle Meredith with Sam Nelson of X Ambassadors. I love that because uh, all the press releases like more music is imminent. It is the line. It's like yeah, and that feels right because it feels like I don't I mean I don't know if it feels as fluid to you as the perception is on our side because getting getting multiple projects at once and these one-offs at the same time it almost just i mean is it do you find it to be a fluid process never but i mean i i i wish it was more fluid i i always i'm like i'm like i want to put the fucking thing out like right away <laughs> sorry excuse me. i want to put it out i want to put it out like right away right as soon as i write it you know like uh, and I think that there are, there are kids who are doing that now and that's exciting. Like I was, I wrote a song with my, uh, my, my cousin, uh, he's an incredible, incredible writer producer. He goes by St. Kid. Um, and he's also from upstate New York 
and I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like, you know, lift up these other kids who went to my, went to my same high school, who lived in my same town, who are out in LA, like doing their thing. Um, he and I wrote a song together that he's going to put out and he called me the other day and he was like, yo man, I think I want to put this song out. Like, and I was expecting him to be like, I need you to send me the session. Like maybe I'm going to try to get it mixed by my friend. And then like, we're probably going to put it out, you know, in like a couple months and, uh, have a rollout plan. And, and he was like, I, I just, I have an MP3, but if you could send me a wave, I'm uploading it right now to distro kid. And, and, and I was like, he was like, I'm, I don't really want to get it mixed or mastered or anything. I think it sounds great. If you've got the luxury of hindsight, when you look back at some of your songs, are, are you able to say, oh, I wish we'd put that song out sooner, maybe because I know that mix I like, or opposite, are you like, God, it's a good thing we didn't put that out sooner because we got more time to work out. And I think this is better. Oh man, I'm the worst at that. I always, I'm like going back into my brain and and regretting every single decision I've ever made. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I mean, demoitis is hard to beat in itself. Hard. You know? It's hard. And I think, you know, like early on, we were very fortunate to have our first album be as successful as it was. And then I think, you know, for the few years following that, I was, I was motivated not only by just wanting to like up the ante, but then also probably by fear of like not being able to follow it up with something that's good. And I think that put me in a position where I was chasing hits a little bit. And that's, I mean, look, we wrote some incredible songs in that time, in that period of time and put those songs out. Um, but I think it muddied the waters a bit for me. Um, and uh, in just in like, in having to fight back fight against that you know um i'd find myself like writing trying to chase these hits and and like kind of like snap out of it and be like what are you doing this this is bad <laughs> this doesn't sound good you know um and i i don't think i have that so much anymore it's nice to not pressure i mean you live and learn and if you if you're fortunate enough you get to try again yeah yeah, I think the biggest lesson that I learned was that you know if you're if you're if you're trying to write a hit and this, you write a song and you don't really like it and it becomes a hit, that feels good, but it's a little confusing because you're like, oh well, I don't know, uh, I don't know how to trust myself. Um, if you do the same thing again, write a song you don't really like it, but everyone else says it's a hit, and then it comes out and it's not, that feels awful. That feels awful because then you're like, I knew this sucked. Right. You know, but if you write something that you think is great and genuinely think is great and you love and you put it out, it's not a hit. It's okay. Still love the song. You put it out and it is a hit. That's a totally different ballgame. That's the way. That's the grand slam right that's there. A grand slam. Yeah. That's a grand slam. You'll eventually hate it anyways, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> As we all do with any art that we ever do, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I understand that. Um, I, I, I really, I, I love watching what you do and how you do it. I, I especially love this new solo record, but uh, congrats on Deep End, getting it Aquaman too. I know this is huge right here. And the imminent new music that is on the way, I'm going to be around to check out every single time. So uh, Yeah, man. We got a new X-Ambassadors record coming out next year, next April. And uh, let me tell you, man, I, 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 I'm really, I'm really proud of this one. And I'm really excited about it. Uh, we were just going through it the other day. All the we have all these visuals that we shot in upstate New York, and 
I don't know. It's nice to feel like you've made something that, that, yeah, if I put it out tomorrow and one person listened to it, I'd be, I'd be so happy. But you'll be happier if a million people listen to it. Yes, I will be. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you wrote an album that you, you didn't write an album that you don't like is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to hear some of that stuff. Sam, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this today. Oh, thank you so, so much, Kyle. It's great to see you. And my thanks to Sam. Deep end on the soundtrack to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Thanks, of course, to you for, uh, for again, checking out the episode. Please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the full series. You get three new interviews every week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can grab us at all the usual spots. But, of course, again, if you uh, head over to... Uh, to uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, hit the follow button there. Leave us a review, then head to the link in the show notes here and uh, submit your info along with the uh, screenshot to review, and you could win some exclusive Consequence merch. We're going to be shouting out our winners all December. After that, after you subscribe, head over to WFPK.org. So I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's four hours of uh, classics and favorites from the 70s and 80s and 90s. You get the best in new music. There's bonus interviews, lots of music news. Uh, one of my recent episodes, one of my recent shows, I feature the music of uh, Beach Boys and Lou Reed, Tom Waits, Blackberry Smoke, Ned's Atomic Dustbin, Beck, Alanis Morissette, Ani DeFranco, Crowded House, David Bowie, Robert Plant, Erica Badu, Kim Wilde, Slater Kinney, Vagabond, Lenny Kravitz, Florence and the Machine, Silver Chair, Queens of the Stone Age, The Smiths, Tom Petty, The Rolling Stones, and I had my interview with Brandon Flowers of The Killers. Just an example of what you get every weeknight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence as your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media sites. The address is always the same, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. My mom sent me a text today, too, being like, congrats on the song in the Aquaman movie, Sammy. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.